Welcome to Tech Breakfast, today's top headlines served hot by your host Aaron Bewley and Tyler Gates. So grab your coffee and let's get into it. It's Tuesday, July 21st, and we are back. We took last week off for a much needed break, but now you have to deal with us again. Russ, oh, yeah. Tyler, how y'all doing? What up? Feeling recharged, man. Good. Ready to go. Good, good, good. Okay. Well, let's get straight to it. Who wants to start with some tech news for breakfast on this lovely morning? Delicious. delicious man, I've got so many things. News. I don't even know which oh. direction to go in first. Uh, I'll kick it off. I'm going to start with some some delays. Uh, we got a couple different delays. One one in the world of, of operating systems. So Windows 10X, do you guys know what that is? <laughs> yeah. Did you Never see my tweet it. about it yesterday? <laughs> no, I didn't. The naming so, convention? Nightmare? Yeah, I was, yes. I was laughing how they were using the number 10 and the Roman numeral 10 That's ridiculous. right next to each other. Oh, and man. And then if they iterate off of that. I didn't think about it. Yeah. If they iterate off of that, you go look at the fractions of Roman numerals, and uh, a half is S. So when they get to <laughs> when they get to ten point five, it's going to be uh, Windows ten XS. So iPhone, anyone? <laughs> well, you know, in any light, it's uh. delayed. So we have a little bit longer to go before any of that happens. <laughs> uh, the the I don't know if you guys know the purpose of it, but it's explicitly meant for like different types of devices, like foldables and and stuff like that. So now that we can fold stuff. Yeah. And fold screens. People are making operating systems for it, so I think it'll be interesting to see what they what they come up with. Microsoft has been playing a little bit more into the uh, Android space recently, and kind of working with Google to make persistent web apps mm-hmm. more usable across different types of devices. So, Windows 10X is going to fill a void that they haven't had for a little while, but that's just uh, interesting to see. Because I'm pretty sure it's been delayed multiple times. Yeah, up until yeah I guess so. I don't. Uh, I don't know anything about it other than the name, which I learned from Aaron's tweet, and also yeah. share his distaste well, in that. You're just getting a whole lot of uh, Windows 10X, and it doesn't surprise period. me. Doesn't surprise me that they're they're focusing on Android. I think that makes a lot of sense for well, basically anyone that's not Apple. Um, but the uh, what I saw some news about the Galaxy Fold Two, which mm-hmm. I. I'm not going to lie. I kind of forgot that they were making Galaxy Folds because it <laughs> and, seems... and they're on number two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, wait, what happened to the first one? Did that get released? Was it successful? And <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. If it works out great, I, I, no doubt there are going to be use cases and people that just clamor for it. But it seems so niche. Like I don't, I don't need a phone that folds, do I? I mean, talk me into know. it. Don't did get me you, wrong. Did you know you needed a smartphone? Yes. Are you kidding? As <laughs> soon as MP3 players were released, I said this needs a giant screen and cool stuff on it, which Apple delivered on. And as soon as they delivered on an MP3 player with a screen that had games and stuff, everyone, I think, literally wanted it to be a phone. So yes. Well, I, I, I think we're going to start calling that. you Tyler the Vision Gates because yeah, I don't I, think so. I, I held off for a little while. <laughs> Man, I did not. I wanted that. I I was trying to find apps that I could use to make my iPod a phone, which did <laughs> okay, not work well. By the way, that's fair. <laughs> oh my gosh! It was, 
It was bad. If Google Voice was more mature at the time and, and iPod touches were uh, made by Google. Know. Yeah, yeah, that. Sure. That's not <laughs> where I was going to go, but let's go with that. Then it would have been great. Well, but, no. speaking of Google, <laughs> Windows 10X, I, I feel like is mostly going to try and take on Chrome OS. Um, you know, a lot of what it looks like it's doing is trying to be very lightweight. It's going to have kind of the seamless update process. I know they're talking about, uh, you know, it's funny, sustained performance, which I don't know if we should have to talk about too much in 2020 with operating systems. But I think everyone knows that Windows has a history of kind of slowing down over time. And so they, uh, they're focusing on a lot of things, you know, cloud-connected, AI-powered, uh, very, very agile with its form adaptation. I mean, I just bought a little $300 device that's a uh, like a hybrid laptop tablet from Chrome OS. And it's, Chrome OS is coming into its own for, for use cases like that. And it's, you know, it owns the education market. And I'm sure Microsoft is going to try and find a way to, to get in on that with Windows 10X. Cool. But keeping with delays, um, Cyberpunk 2077, have you guys talked about that much or do y'all know what that is we haven't talked no, about we, it we I, wait for I you. know what it is but we wait it's for a video game kind of stuff. We wait for yeah. you bro <laughs> that's true well it has been delayed at least four or five hundred times at this point. yeah <laughs> and uh it just got delayed again but not very much it went from <laughs> september 17th to november 19th uh of this year for it to release and, and really they wait, they actually put out two, a statement did you say a two-day delay no, September, uh, to November. September to November. Okay. Yeah, I heard November 17th, November 19th. I'm like, <laughs> that press got, release had to cost more than that delay could possibly say. It got you. delayed two days, and this is some pretty big news. Um, at this point, it's just a meme. Uh, no, they, they it's interesting because they actually released a press release that said the game is done. Like it is it is feature complete. They have completed right. their their initial roadmap, but they are delaying it for for like quality purposes. So they're going to be explicitly working on polishing the game, smashing out some bugs, things like that. that. So that sounds like a shout out to the entire gaming community. It's been poo-pooing on all of these day one, you know, full game download updates that fix all of the catastrophic bugs from yeah. single player to multiplayer to just characters eyes. I don't know. But is that is it is that what they're doing? Are they actually just trying to I think awesome. yeah, I think they're trying to to get ahead of it a little bit. I mean, the day zero patch is is really common ever since uh, really the Xbox 360 and PS3 right. came out. You the know, always that was, that connected. Was really kind of big thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Once we had you know, once we had Ethernet ports, which you know, admittedly, mm -hmm. uh, you could do that on some earlier consoles that had no business having Ethernet ports. But uh, yeah, that's that's been the thing, and so it's it's good to see because it's a huge release. I think they're they definitely want to get it right. Uh, this has been this is a probably if i had to guess the most highly anticipated game of this year so oh, for sure get, getting it right is something they need to capitalize on uh, for sure for those of y'all that don't know what this game is uh, it's an open world action adventure story set in night city a megalopolis obsessed with power glamour and body I modification. love that word megalopolis. you play as yeah you play wasn't as that Eve. word coin well, in SimCity, no, 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 no. SimCity is way more important. Just kidding. Go on. Sounds awesome. No, maybe, Action maybe, Adventure maybe 2077. There. Yeah, so you play as V, a mercenary outlaw going after a one-of-a-kind implant that is the key to immortality. Ooh. So, yeah, he's, he's facing 
He's chasing Elon Musk. Produced by Elon Musk. Yeah, Yeah. there it is. He's chasing. (laughs) (laughs) Which, which uh, yesterday Elon announced that uh, it could just stream music straight to your brain. You won't. I saw that same article. (laughs) You won't need headphones or anything. Which I want headphones. Just trips me out. Uh, But also, I didn't want to jump in earlier, but uh, when you were mentioning Chrome, so this isn't Chrome OS, but this is Chrome for Android. Uh, Google just enabled a feature that said uh, you can schedule downloads. So I'm really? curious. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I never feel like I would need to schedule a download. Huh. Whenever, you know, on Android, I, with I Chrome, could see that, like being on yeah, mobile you, you, and, and scheduling it for off mobile. I would use yes. that. I will use that. I just didn't know it was a thing. I just don't ever download anything off Chrome on my Android phone. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't go out of my way for it, but it does come up. That's what I was going to say. What are you downloading off of Chrome for one yeah. instead of the it's store? It's not super right? common, but I know mm. it's happened. A PDF, you know? I mean, I get Yeah, I was thinking yeah. the same thing. That's true. Just, really large PowerPoint files or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. But you could choose when to download, either now or on Wi-Fi, or you just pick a date and time. You know, I think we have to we have to consider that <clears throat> there's a lot of different... Like, even if you, if you have on, uh, you know, a track phone or something like that, you're on a metered plan... That large PowerPoint or PDFs actually very well may need to come down off of Wi-Fi. And you may come across it in your browsing when you're not on Wi-Fi and decide, hey, I want that. In order to not forget about it, maybe you set a scheduled download, you get on Wi-Fi and it just happens for you, and then you have your document. So I can actually see yeah. use cases for it. It probably wouldn't apply too dramatically to to, to us, but there are a lot of places, uh, especially outside of the U.S., where that's probably going to be really valuable. Why do you think that is? Because I, I can't, I mean, I'm in the U.S. and I don't download a ton of stuff through Chrome, but I know I do it. I, I can't imagine sure. a feature I mean, like this very often, but why Why out of the U.S. is that? I think if you, so if you think about other areas, like for instance, Tyler, you're very familiar with, you know, crypto. Uh, that has a lot of use cases outside of the U.S. to enable people who are unbanked, right? Yeah. So there are a lot of people who have, uh, they don't have access to the same levels of technology or infrastructure we do. And and whenever they do get access to them, they're usually in a limited fashion to some degree, meaning okay. that, you know, the, whatever connectivity that they do have, it may cost a little bit more for them to actually be able to I, access that uh, or it might be metered. So they I, have I to manage I, that connectivity I, a little bit. I was more. thinking you were saying that differently because I would use Chrome for the same thing. You know, I'm still on like a, a metered data plan. I, I haven't done unlimited since they took away the ones that were cost effective a gajillion years ago. Um, I, and so if you're doing it from a metering perspective, I completely understand. I thought you were saying something about non-US areas and people using Chrome, like a mobile browser, to download files more often. And I was, my interest was peaked. Oh, but, yeah. I don't yeah, know about it, that. About I will data, tell you that in other, other areas of the world, there are, you know, the, the mobile device is in many respects sometimes people's only computing device. Yes, yeah. And that's so for, for sure. those types of people, I mean, I imagine especially depending on what access they do have to connectivity and what their mobile plans are like, it's probably very valuable there. Cool. Let's see. I got a couple others, unless you guys. No, go for it, man. So one of these, this, I don't know if you guys do any deal reports ever, but uh, so speaking of Chrome OS, there is a Chromebook out there that is of immense value. It is normally $629. It is an Acer Chromebook spin. 713. It has a 10th gen Intel 
uh, i5, 8 gigs of memory, and then a 128 gig NVMe SSD, which is which is not your standard sort of Chromebook setup. Sure. It's it's a partially metal chassis. It's a it's sort of a two in one, so it flips and folds around. It's got a very very nice screen, over 400 nits of brightness, so you can use it in a lot of different lighting scenarios. At Best Buy, it's actually five twenty nine right now. So at six twenty nine, it was considered to be like the best value of a Chromebook on the market, and it's not very old. It's only been out for like a month. So the fact that it's down to five twenty nine uh, is a really incredible deal. I actually have no need for another device in my life, and so I'm. But I'm still trying to not order this thing because it's just it's a <laughs> phenomenal device with a really good deal. And one thing that people like about it, and I actually. This is one thing that actually kind of keeps me away from it is that it is a three by two screen, which is a, a significant amount more vertical space, which yeah. I don't actually care about because I do a lot of side by side, you know, windows right next to yeah. each other, as well as consume video media all the time, whether it's watching one of Bewley's vlogs <clears throat> or it's you oh, know, watching a watching a Twitch video. So the the three by two doesn't do a lot for me. In fact, it sort of takes away, but I know a lot of people really like that vertical space who work in kind of single window environments. Cool. Awesome. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, oh, there was a cool battery breakthrough I saw yesterday. Ooh, um, tell me about it. Yeah. yeah so the, the whole concept is there's these issues um, where there's these things called dendrites that um, basically called, um, excuse me, oh my gosh, I'm not awake. They basically cause defects in the, uh, in the lithium. It's tiny little, they look like trees and they form on the lithium anodes over <laughs> the charges and discharge cycle times and all that kind of stuff. So it looks like they figured out a way, I'm trying to remember what it is, but it, it basically suppresses the dendrites um, and, Basically allows the uh, the batteries to hold a, a greater charge and to last longer and go through longer charge yeah. cycles and all kinds. Sounds of stuff. like a That's corrosive it. sort of thing. Oh, I mean, it doesn't sound like oxidization, or they would have called it something more like that. But that's neat. Yeah, man. And it's specific cool. to to lithium batteries. Then anything? Yeah, lithium. Man, I mean, those are super super common. So <laughs> that's <laughs> a yeah. good thing. Yeah, that's that's what it looks like. Uh, I will <laughs> drop the link in the show notes here if y'all want to read on that. Um, I read about it last night and uh, thought it was pretty neat. And speaking of power, uh, <clears throat> so there's you know Nvidia, they come out with new graphics cards, obviously for consumers and professionals. There is a uh, a possibility that their their newest uh, architecture called Ampere is going to require a new. 12-pin connection uh, for the PCIe power connector. And mm. for those that that doesn't mean anything to, it's, you know, right now, so I have uh, the most, I have probably the top of the line, uh, most power-hungry consumer graphics card that you could buy in the last two years. And I have to use two 8-pin connectors for it. So there's a possibility you could use one 12 or two 12-pins for some of these newer ones that even require more power. But... This singular adapter or singular connector for these power supplies could supply up to 648 watts. Wow. Which Whoa. is insane. That's <laughs> for more a single than your peripheral. average home 
hair dryer. <laughs> yes, it I'm is serious. It's like a hair dryer, like a high end hair dryer that's got a high setting and can blow hot air is probably going to consume close to 500 watts. That's that is insane. I mean, that graphics card is going to eat up more than like years and years and years of standard power supplies in desktop computers used to use. Like so the hope is is that the power the power supply or the, not the power supply, but the uh, the GPU doesn't actually need that much power right yeah, now. But they're trying that. to get the transition going. Well, to give you an indication, so my power supply in my computer is 850 watts. Right. And and I probably average a load of 5 to 550 with, trust me, there's a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. And so just it, the, the concept of having a, a GPU that could be the same amount or more power than what my entire desktop pushes right now is absolutely absurd. It also kind of drives me crazy because I actually have a new power supply on order to swap out in my PC. and it is that was that was pre receiving this news about this 12 pin PCIe connector requirement because I am going to be it's getting whatever this new graphics card is. So <laughs> we'll see we'll see how this works out for me. But I, that's just a, an absolutely absurd thing. I actually hope it's it's wrong. I hope it's not the case. But we'll you know we'll see. Maybe ordering another power supply in a couple months. It's ridiculous. It's, that's it awesome, is ridiculous. Though. I like it. All right, I got some more news here. Uh, all right, y'all know the Oculus Quest. It I was do. first released in May Oculus of 2019. Oh, cool, cool. I, I saw that. I released... saw you put something on Twitter about that, Russ. So you, you're yeah. in. I saw you talking about playing Alex. Oh, I'm all sorts of in. I'm tell eight us, hours. Tell us about Alex. your experience. It's, Man, it's I'm only incredible. like an hour in Alex. I I can't find time or make time to play it. Uh, it's it. easy to do it after midnight, bro. Um, <laughs> the Alex is incredible. Alex is, <laughs> it really is, is. unbelievable. It, it's like I tried to, or actually I was talking with a buddy who likened it to the experience of a, of a next generation console. So like going, for, but not yeah. like the new ones because the jumps aren't nearly as big these days. It's right. like going from Super Nintendo to Nintendo 64 for the first time. Ah, that's awesome. It, it just, it just has this incredible immersive experience and the way you interact with the yep. environments is it's so well done, and so Valve have, have really outdone themselves in that yeah, regard. Truly so immersive. Really, yeah, it's it's something and that, that it, if you don't have VR like, and you're on the fence, get yeah. it and get Alex because yeah, it, no, it, that, it'll it'll prove it to you. It's that's great. a really good point too. Little things like uh, the options for how to move, um, depending on your tolerance for the environment, which I'm interested to know how you decided to move around in Alex. Sure. Um, and uh, and then I th- I think probably one of the best parts of the game for me is just the uh, I forget what they call it, but the the flick motion to grab things from far away. And yeah. they, of course, they make that immersive by just the the gloves that you sort of pick up early in the game. But being able to just sort of point it at something, interact with it at a distance, and then flick it back to you without it being... I mean, it's, it's effectively telekinesis, but it's so fluid in the game that you can it's, it's flick so it satisfying. and catch it. And it, it really like you want You want to really just play is. with like picking up cans and bottles Which is and stuff. all I did for the first hour I played. I'm, I yep. think I'm still in the first room. That sounds about right. So, you know... <laughs> No, I'm joking. Oh I'm not very far in the game for for uh, how long I actually had a headset on. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm moving right. pretty slow through it, but I, and I'll tell you how I move in the game, uh, Tyler. Before we'll move on yeah. to the actual quest story that brought this up. Um, so I actually do the the smooth uh, locomotion. So it's you okay. know I'm 
I'm You're always turning moving. my thumbs. I'm always moving, always doing the smooth motion. I, I actually don't suffer from the uh, motion sickness that a yeah, lot of people I don't get really either. And so, you know, I think for, for most people who, who don't suffer from that, you know, the, uh, the smooth motion, both turning and moving just around is, is probably is more it, often preferable. I need, I need to play with that. Cause I, I really, I only played the game once, maybe twice. And I, I picked one just sort of almost at random, but I guess it was the suggested one. It was the blink motion one. Cause I thought that it sounded interesting. So I wanted to give it a shot, but the smooth locomotion sounded to me like it would be annoying because you're constantly moving or did I read that wrong? Well, you're not necessarily constantly, you're just controlling it like you would any other normal oh. game. So oh, it's, man. It's, I gotta, it's much more I natural. Yeah. And the reason why they don't default to it is, is because it can make people A lot of sick. people get sick. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, there was I, a, I actually saw two or three days ago, a, it was a brief, like not really a scientific study. I think someone did a poll that maybe two or 300 people responded to. And I think it was 24% of those respondents preferred the blink motion. Hmm. The other 76 prefer the the smooth locomotion type of approach. I'm going to have to go try smooth locomotion. Before we get off of Alex, though, I feel like this is something you had to run into, Russ, uh, because it certainly caught my eye. Someone is recreating GoldenEye in Alex. Oh, yes. No way. It's I absolutely, awesome. absolutely ran into it. I watched a video on it yesterday. Yes. I will yes, be checking this very closely. Very closely. Yes. It was, it, uh, it it just was really looks cool. incredible. Well, and, and I laugh too because, you know, back to the joke about being in the first room, I'm, I'm pretty close to the very, very beginning of that game. So I haven't even run into like the humanoid forms. So when I watched people <laughs> shooting the humanoids, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> That's how oh, not yeah. far I am into this so far. But, um, Oh, that made me so excited. Just the, the throwback to uh, GoldenEye was neat. Um, I think it was the dam level was the video that I saw. Uh, in that We're going to see a lot of that. A lot of the mods that I've seen are taking older games and inserting them into VR. And so cool. I think we have in yeah. kind of like the last few years, we've been getting a lot of remasters of games that are older, you know, you know, graphics updates and resolution sure. updates. I think we're going to get a lot of VR updates for, for a lot of the games that that we played as kids. Like, honestly, I can't wait until Nintendo releases something in VR because they, they feel that way. have such immense quality. Every Mario game ever basically would be amazing in VR, or at least, you know, once they got into some of the 3d forms, Um, what was the Mario 64 was one Well, Mario 64 for sure with the castle, but uh, which it was the one where you interact with the objects so much more. I just forget the name of it. It was a switch game is a switch game. Yeah, um, it was I know which one you're talking about. It's I not Mario Maker um, Odyssey. Mario Odyssey yes. seems like a perfect form fit game for virtual reality because the game was already built for a lot of sort of puzzle building, puzzle solving, object interaction. I, I think we're going to learn spot that, on. that Nintendo games are terrifying, though, once we're in oh, the, VR. Oh, absolutely. Like with all of the monsters. <laughs> Can you imagine? Everything around. <laughs> Imagine, imagine being in a. Have you guys ever seen some of the artist renditions of uh, Mario characters if they were made more lifelike? Yes. There, there's the, a the there, there's a subreddit. The Thanks, I hate it. And yeah. there was an artist who, like, once a week would just drop one of the Mario characters, like a you know the the uh, you know little turtle guys. I'm forgetting all their names now. The um, of course the mushrooms. Um, like the Koopa Troopers and yeah, all the Koopa, all the Koopa guys. Anyways, he released these lifelike versions of these dudes, and they are horrifying. 
just awful. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, hey, let me get back to my news real quick because you have a hard stop like right now. Uh, so all I said was Oculus Quest and then you guys jumped on. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We, we kind of went down a <laughs> No, it's good. Rat, rat hole. I, I apparently need to go download Alex. Yeah, you do. Um, and I can also tell you guys being a time zone ahead of me right now that you've each had like nine cups of coffee and I just rolled out of bed. So <laughs> but let me get to the news real quick. <clears throat> so the original headset was released in May of 19. Uh, sources close to the matter are saying that a new iteration of an Oculus VR headset will start manufacturing before the end of July 2020, which is this month right now. Uh, and the news that I'm seeing is that it could be a lower end version, possibly. Okay. Uh, but after they ended up, out. End of, yeah. yeah. Well, after they <laughs> EOL the go, the, I mean, my money is on a better version of the Quest. So I, I say hey, Quest. That's, that's what Quest I believe S. too, because yeah. I'm, I'm all over this, man. I'm telling you, like, so my and, Rift S is obviously higher end. And it connects to my PC. Yeah, I, I'm going to get a standalone version because it's just way easier to show other yeah. people. But I, I will tell you that I am, you know, I have a PSVR as well, which I've had for a while, which is kind of a mid range, and I have this 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 higher end. I am a believer in VR now. I I, I held off for a long yes. time, even though I always had a, a PC that could run it. Um, but I am I'm all in, man. So I'm I'm going to get this upgraded version, assuming that's what it is. Yeah, Either more powerful, more comfortable, light, or whatever. I, I'm getting it. Uh, when it comes well, out. It, the, the the main thing I'm looking for in it is better resolution, like more detail, right? That, that's what I would be. That's what we're that's all what looking for. Um, yeah. We we all want more resolution and more and higher refresh rate. The Valve Index, which is what I almost got, uh, has just one of the best screens that you can get. It has crazy mm. high resolution, has crazy yeah, high refresh rate. About that. But I don't want the external sensors. I don't want to set it up that way. I like the inside out tracking of my Rift S. So I actually ended up buying the Rift S. It was much cheaper than, than the index. And I got it more so because I plan on replacing it. I plan on waiting. Yeah, when, I want a headset that has better version of all of the internal stuff. Exactly. I want all of these different things. So th this is what I want. I want the clarity of the HP reverb G2. <laughs> that's actually not out yet. I want the refresh rate and the controllers of the valve index i want the inside out tracking of the rift s and i want all of it to be wireless now it can still connect Boom. to my pc and use my pc's power because that's going to drive a better visual experience sure but i i i need it to be wireless and, and that is possible there are wireless adapters for yeah for headsets today so i want it to be natively wireless you know not something that's just using gotcha. an adapter and no, so once that cool. headset releases even if it's a grand i'm getting it because right. <laughs> that would be awesome just get we gotta get shut it down let me borrow one in the in, in the <laughs> <laughs> you're ridiculous Tyler. i am ridiculous. Uh, all right before we shut it down in other news my original quest is now for sale so hit me up yeah right <laughs> <laughs> well man we missed a lot of good news today i guess that's what happens when you take a week off um but that brings another tech breakfast podcast to a close y'all rust thank you so much for joining us thanks for going down memory lane on video game stuff with me too this was tons of fun. As always, I've missed it. I'm glad we're back. Thanks for listening, y'all. Thanks for subscribing. Hit us up. Take it easy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Later. Peace.